It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. Again, thank you, as always, for joining us week in and week out uh, for this uh, uncensored version of the Terrestrial Show. Again, if you're used to the radio show, this is not that at all. This is different. This is uh, not safe for work, not safe for kids. We do recommend you don't listen to this in your cubicle or wherever you're at else at work because uh it may not be for everyone you know what i'm saying we're now staring down the barrel of almost 300 episodes hot damn we're moving along at a pretty nice clip over 1 million listens thank you for making this happen remember you can stay up to date all things jlnk all you have to do is head over to jlnkshow.com uh social media our youtube videos and then of course uh, every episode of this award-winning podcast for the podcast today we're going to cover uh hey, a professional mistress Share secrets on how to keep your husband from cheating, ladies. Ah. That could involve getting a little bit kinkier in the bedroom. We've got a one-month plan on how you can develop more kinks. We'll talk about threesomes, and we'll talk about the worst person on the planet. This woman is absolutely disgusting. It's difficult sometimes to talk about revenge and use the word gross, but we're going to use the word gross. You know what? We're not going to use the word gross. We're going to use the words fucking gross. What this lady did as revenge to her boyfriend because he was what? He was cheating on her. Now, you tried to give me a guess earlier in the week, and you said I was still as gross as I got. Way out of the wheelhouse and gross. If she'd been listening to this professional mistress we'll talk about in a minute, then she wouldn't have had to do this disgusting thing to her boyfriend who cheated on her. But let's begin with a terrifying story. An Australian man nearly lost. I didn't know you could lose. I thought this was one of those things where it was either all or nothing. But this man almost lost part of his penis. Now, which part of the penis do you think he almost lost? I'm hoping it's just the tip. It, well, that you don't want it to be the tip because that's the good part, right? Well, yeah, but if you lose like a middle section, then, it, then you're going to lose the other half of it. It'll look like a shark bite on a surfboard. <laughs> right? <laughs> This man almost lost the tip of his prick after it became tangled up. Well, we all know how that happens. It became tangled up from errant pubic hair. (laughs) It became ensnared in the lush forest below. It did, and it cut off circulation to his pecker. Man, that guy must have had some seriously long pubes. I can't figure if it's a long pube or or a short short dick. (laughs) I can't tell. The man, uh, they say, we describe an unusual case of an adult in an adult resulting in, uh, yeah, that. Uh, The pubes were so long they strangled the dong. Hey, they use the word phallic asphyxiation. I think I saw a funny meme from a woman on Instagram about male grooming, and it says, if your dick looks like a baby eagle in a nest, it's time to trim the hedges. They describe it as a hair tourniquet. He specifically suffered from hair tourniquet syndrome, in which hair or thread becomes tightly tangled around the genitals or fingers or extremities. You know, like when you were a kid and you would wrap something around your finger and it would turn purple. Well, this is what happened to his tallywhacker. It generally, um, 
I mean, wouldn't you notice after a little bit, you're like, oh, no, something's snagging down there. Yeah, what's that tingling feeling I've got down yeah. there? It sounds like the tip of my prick has fallen asleep. <laughs> 57-year-old man was reportedly uncircumcised. Now, now the news is all out about his grooming habits either. Like right. Long pube Steve. Yeah. Yeah, he's like that empty lot next to your house. It's just <laughs> overgrown. It's crazy. <laughs> Probably an old fucking Ford in there somewhere. Well, he reported to the family doctor after suffering extreme pain and swelling, scientific term, uh, the, the swelling of his glands, G-L-A-N-S, a scientific term for the penis tip. I didn't know that was a thing. Hey, he let it go for two weeks. Oh, see, that's your first mistake. Hey, medics didn't notice exactly what was going on, so they didn't check under the hood. Thereby, his symptoms got worse. After steroids failed to alleviate his agony, obviously when you have something wrong, they're like, oh, just take some steroids, you'll be fine. Prednisone, he, cures all. Yeah, he was taken to the uh, to the university hospital. Examination of the foreskin revealed the source of the pain to be a complex hair tourniquet of short matted hairs <laughs> that had horrifyingly encircled the area beneath the tip of the penis like a miniature choker. Hey, that's like, you know, you see an old abandoned house and it's getting overgrown like the earth is trying to reclaim it. The pubes were trying to reclaim the penis. Doctors speculated that the pubic hair collected under the foreskin and after significant accumulation, the time the single strands matted together, almost kind of like a... Like a pubic dreadlock? Yeah, just like a pubic dreadlock, yeah. Hey, man. (laughs) Forming a tight ring. This is not okay, man. (laughs) Hey, Bobaclot. Lord have mercy. The tallywhacker tourniquet was so constricting that it had compressed the member down one centimeter in diameter. It also completely completely divided his urethra. Experts believe that the freak accident was called by the man neglecting to clean up properly. You know, mold that shit down. The reality is it could have been avoided if... You know, he hadn't let things go crazy. Uh, They did say that he had poor penile hygiene. Bro, it's like a show car. You got to take that thing out, wax it every so often. It's unclear why the patient let things deteriorate to that point. However, he was described in the study as an unkept gentleman. Oh, gross. I hope someone describes me as that. He's he's a gentleman, but he's an unkept gentleman. He suffered from anxiety and depression. Uh, the patient had no fixed address. Oh, he's a homeless dude, too. He was bouncing around between the homes of his families right. and his friends. Well, that makes sense. Hey, uh, side note. Have you been in a fight recently? No. Why? Why are your knuckles all bloody? Oh, I don't know. They just sometimes get that way. You're out there beating ass? But I, you know. I work, man. I work. I'm a Keep worker. Keep my bee. wife's name out your mouth. No, that, that was a slap. This is the knuckles. Yeah, your knuckles are all bloody. Yeah, and this red. is the business end. This yeah. is the business side of the coin. You get somebody out there coming correct on these streets. This is the soft and sensuous side of the coin. Let me business see side. Other, let me see my what? Let me my see underwear? Your, no, your other knuckles. My other knuckles are. They're also banged up. What are you out there doing? What do you mean they're banged up? They're not banged up. That's just the way they look. I don't know why they do that. Who knows? Could be anything. Someone disrespect you on these streets? I said my name is in your mouth again, isn't it? <laughs> They say, oh no, there's been da- there's permanent damage possibly to this man's penis after it became entangled in the hair. Oh, they snipped the, instru- the obstructing hair. Oh boy. And they had to carry out an operation to save the remaining tissue. Oh no. They, did- they then informed the patient that he could potentially lose part of his uh, package. 
if it didn't heal properly, um, he oh oh. They well, told the him, fact that he's a homeless guy has made this a million times sadder. Basically, they just said, "Hey, if you don't take care of this shit and you let this shit heal, you got to let it heal properly." He was alarmed by the possible side effect of having the tip cut off. He fled the hospital. He does not possess a phone. Doctors do not know how to reach the man. Oh, shit. You know, I'll let a growth grow. Like, it doesn't, whatever. I'm not going to, like, rush to a hospital. Something even minorly wrong with my penis, and I'm going to enlist the finest help I can afford. Uh, All right. There is a good postscript at the end of the story. The man did eventually return. Okay. Uh, They did operate on him. He can now urinate on his own again. Penis dreadlocks. Yeah. Gross. But the good news is he can pee on his own. I'm trying to see if it functions. Uh, oh, doctors also circumcised the guy, too, to prevent future obvious uh, penile entanglements, they say. Imagine that. You live 57 years on this planet looking at your penis, and it looks one way. Then you wake up the next day, and it's a convertible. And yeah. You're like, hey. What's happening with this? Yeah, it doesn't, I don't, it doesn't say anything about whether, obviously, he can urinate on his own, so the most important thing has been taken care of, but it doesn't say anything about, you know, the other fun stuff you can do with the penis. All right, now, if you've got dreadlocks for pubic hair, that's bad news, and there's a pretty good chance that you're nobody wants to do it with you, but maybe you're a good-looking dude, and nobody wants to do it with you anyway. Maybe you're a rich man, and nobody wants to do it with you. Maybe that somebody is your wife. So what do you do? What do you do? Well, you go out and do it with somebody else, right? That was that was my thought. How do you keep your man from cheating on you? This woman is a professional mistress. Yes, her, her here's her advice. She's an expert in men who have affairs. Uh, we talked about her on the terrestrial show. We had to kind of keep it clean though while we were doing it. She said, uh, "So with the podcast here, we can get a little more, you know." Honest. This woman says she hears the same complaints from all the married men she sees. Uh, so she knows how to avoid infidelity. Ladies, listen up. Things you can do to keep your man from cheating on you. First, bring more excitement to the bedroom. <laughs> Unleash bees while you're having sex. And that pleasuring your partner frequently and often is the key to a great sex life. Well, and right. obviously to keep your husband, you know... To yourself. Well, you and I could have told anybody this. Ooh, look at this lady. She says, you need to watch porn together. Well, uh-oh. Be open to a boob job. Change the color of your hair. Wear something you don't normally wear. Oh, that's a tough one. to. Be. I mean, as a husband, you could never bring that up. But it's probably, maybe it's good that this lady's saying it out loud. I mean, if you went home and you told your wife, hey, let's watch some porno tonight. She would say, Gross. fucking pervert. What if you went home tonight and you said, hey, how about a boob job? Can I interest you in a boob job? She would say, what's wrong with the boobs that we have? And you would say, nothing. They're great. What if you said, hey, how about you change your hair color? Hey, how about you put on something sexy for once instead of what you normally wear? Sweatpants and a frown. (laughs) I I don't recommend you try any of that, but it's good that this woman is bringing it up. She says, men love confident women. So she recommends maybe show a little butt or some uh, cleavage, some Cleveland in public. Yeah. Look at that. It's been so long, you can't even say the word. Yeah, if you're a conservative plain Jane, he will likely run. Fulfill his sexual fantasies practically guarantees, she says, he will stay. What if his fantasy is to bang other girls that aren't his wife? Yeah, well, that's a tough hill. That's a tough yeah, mountain to climb. 
That's a dog chasing its tail. Yep. Those fantasies may include uh, they may include role playing, getting in costume, having sex in a risky location. <laughs> it says like at a concert or the back of a church. Whoa! I think I'd start with the concert. Yeah, or the butt. Maybe you gra- know, graduate to like an Applebee's or something. Yeah. She says she spends a lot of time with married men. She says one of the top reasons men cheat is obviously because of sex and the lack thereof. It. They all complain about these things. These are what the husbands complain about while they're banging her. What would be the other reason to cheat? Uh, emotional needs? Well, yeah, but if you're getting laid like crazy at home, like, what do you, like, I'm still not satisfied. Yeah, like, yeah she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't, uh, I don't know, listen to my stories? Fuck, I don't know. She said, here's the complaints that she hears from husbands. She says, the wives don't have sex. The wives don't have sex anymore. The wives are boring and they don't have time for them. The wives aren't adventurous and they have no sex appeal. Despite her preference for partners who are married to other women, this woman claims she doesn't think anyone should cheat on their spouse. If their relationship is so unhealthy that they're cheating, it's okay to move on, she says. Despite the fact that she's a professional cheater, she yeah. doesn't think people should do that. Yeah, she's the, she's the, you know, the soft ground they fall on. Now, you want to make things kinkier in the bedroom, right? So your man doesn't leave, right, Warren? Yeah. How, i got to keep him satisfied. How do you keep your I'm, man happy? I'll be stroking. To the east and to the west, to the girl that you like the best. Okay, here's the advice. Get kinkier in the bedroom. It's a one-month plan. Who doesn't want a little more excitement in the bedroom, right? I like this because it's a slow escalation rather than like a walk-in with a gimp hood on. Oh, you're, yeah. You're slowly getting there. You're like, hey, I'm going to put this ball in my mouth. I need you to buckle it behind my head. <laughs> now kick me down the stairs. Right. <laughs> um, you're going to put on these high heels and stomp my balls. No, see, you got to ease into stuff like that, I think. All right, it's a month-long lottery ticket from vanilla to spicy, they promise. Week one, here's what you do. Whether it's from a mainstream movie or something um, or something from an ethical porn site, I don't know what that means. Is that like free-range porn? What is that? Farm to table? Right. <laughs> Not like that bloodstone porn that you and I watch. <laughs> Did someone die mining this porno? Because I'm all in. <laughs> well, I can't get aroused unless someone was harmed making this. <laughs> R.I.P., my man. R.I.P. I don't even know what is ethical porn. I don't know. They say, find a clip that you can share, discuss. No, I don't want to discuss nothing. Hey, so what do you think about it? Let's talk about it. Nope. Uh-uh. Well, if we're stumbling on the first block, I don't know if we're going to be able to build this giant house. Yeah, they say, use a clip that you can share, discuss, and use to start a dialogue about what works and what doesn't work for you, what you're curious about, <laughs> and what you don't care about. I sent her a clip, and then she... She blocked me. Yeah, she said she was disgusted with me. (laughs) You can't block me. This is my fucking phone plan. (laughs) From there, you need to create a yes, no, maybe list to build on. Then finally make some time. You just show her something gross and kind of look at her face. And if she doesn't turn away, you're like, okay, all right. (laughs) She hasn't vomited. They say, once you, and then once that's done, make time to do some verbal exploration of the fantasy. Can't you just show the clip? Can't you be like a substitute teacher? You so you show the clip. You say, "All right, any questions?" I don't think. But also, it's weird. We've talked about this, like talking about sex stuff like that when you're outside the moment is so fucking weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I mean, maybe if you're using it to ramp up to the moment, but if you're just like on a car ride, you know, you're going to Costco or wherever, you're like, 
So that porno I showed you, uh, right. what did you appreciate about it, or what did you find repulsive? Were there too many dudes standing behind her on that white leather couch, or was it like just the right amount of dudes, or... Yeah, I, I, they say verbally explore the fantasy, but I would just want to show the clip and say, okay, do you have any questions? Okay, good, good, good. No questions. I would. There's no way you could talk about it. I would. I couldn't do it. Wait, too. Here's what you do. Get kinkier in the bedroom. They say safe words are important. They let your partner know what what's getting out of your comfort zone and when it's time to stop. And those safe words obviously need to be respected. Well, the amount of self restraint that's got to take, right? Uh, choose your safe word. That can be whatever you want it to be. But if you're feeling not so creative. Oh, they say use the stoplight method. Green means more, red means stop. Usually it's just ow, 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 ow. It's just yellow, 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 yellow. From there, you're going to build up with uh, sensory and temperature play. The chest, the stomach, the back are great places to see how others react to silky, soft, rough, hot, cold sensations. Be creative. Then you graduate to a a mutual uh, understanding of self-pleasure and... And where you show each other what feels good to you. Oh, here, let me show you this. There's a new trick I learned. Okay, week three, you want to get into impact play like spanking. Show me your butthole. <laughs> that's week five. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's, uh, what do they call that, fourth base? Fifth base? Fifth base, buddy. Remember, it's about pleasure, not about pain. So pay attention to what your partner is telling you, what they like and what they don't like. You should invest in a sexy pair of handcuffs. For Christ's sakes, don't lose the key. And the week will end in you taking turns, making yourself completely vulnerable while the other person forces a pleasure release on you. With your consent, of course. Week four, here we go. Kinkier in the bedroom. This is the final week. Now you're building up. Put on the mustache. Talk in a low voice and call yourself Lonnie. <laughs> Tell me I'm under arrest. Now you're building up to some more action-packed activity, including experimenting with hair-pulling rope play or a scarf, if it, it's less intimidating, uh, and then playing with paddles and crops. You mean like Farmville? Hey. <laughs> Sweet corn. Yeah, you never know really what you're into until you've done something you've never done before. Uh, oh, it, I got a pretty good idea of things that I'm into that I've never done. Yeah, they that say I, that I think would be all right. They say at worst, the worst thing that could happen is you'll learn more about each other along the way. Okay, <laughs> now talk about it. <laughs> all right, uh, here before we get to the worst person on the planet, here's well, that's no good, lady. Some people don't take no for an answer very well. Obviously, we, we kind of run a theme about threesomes here over the past few weeks on the podcast. This woman previously engaged... Hey, the wildest thing about that dirty old fat kid podcast are the people that have reached out to us after the fact and said that that podcast episode has caused them to, to have sexual adventures yeah. in their own real life. Yeah, welcome them into the lifestyle that hey, we didn't know anything about. It really feels good to have an impact, you know? Yeah, we're inspiring people. Yeah. But again, it goes back to what I said on the radio show a couple of weeks ago. I don't think it's fair that people are getting laid because of this show, and it's not us. I think that's unfair. Yeah, even Dirty Old Fat Kids. And someone tracked him down on Twitter and invited him over, and he got to fuck somebody's wife because of that podcast. Yeah. You're right. That is unfair. I told you that, man. 40-year-old woman, uh, this couple, uh, she was previously involved in threesomes with this couple. Now the couple is calling her a (gasps) 
nymphomaniac. She uh, came over and proposed, hey, why don't we uh, get some of this threesome shit going on again? And they said no. Hey. So she presented them with a samurai sword. Hit the husband with the sword. Oh, she hit them. I thought you like, here you are. Here is your sword. Yeah, stuck the blade through an open door at the couple. The good news is nobody was hurt. The couple says uh, they didn't go to police because they they feel like she'll leave them alone now that the story is out. Uh, I I would eat well. Plus, you don't want to go to police because you know if you get into a desperate moment, you're you're like, I know she's a fucking nut, but one more time is not going to hurt anybody, is it? Yeah. Plus, when you're a kid, like those old teenage pornos are like, oh, totally a nympho, man. She's a nympho. Then you get older, you realize that somebody with an honest to god sex addiction is like, I'll fuck anything ever. You're like, even me. (laughs) Thank the Lord. Yes, even you. All right, here's your worst person on the planet. Uh, getting dumped obviously stinks, right? It's no fun. This woman caught her uh, boyfriend with another woman. Dun, dun, dun. She says, uh, well, she says uh, she decided that revenge was the best option after she caught her boyfriend, uh, you know, fucking around with another lady. She says, when I'm really anxious, and she was anxious because she obviously found out her boyfriend was cheating. uh, She says, when I'm really anxious, I have to go to the bathroom anyway. It was right on time, and I needed to use the bathroom. So this woman, you guessed it, she shit in the front front seat of this man's car. Yuck. Ding. You're never going to get that smell out. I don't care what kind of a fucking detail you do to it. The woman initially spilled her guts on TikTok about, you know, dumping in her ex-boyfriend's car. Hey, what a horrible side effect of being anxious. You, <laughs> I got to dump right now. The, um, uh, the South Bend mother of one and makeup artist explained that she decided to weaponize her quote-unquote bubble guts. Oh, so that means it's not one of those, like, simple grab a bag and clean it up. It's like, it's in there running all over. She discovered his car was parked outside of the other woman's house. She said, I didn't have any weapons on me to hurt the car, which she wanted to do, but I did have the bubble guts. I opened the door. I did my thing in the front seat. I was really quick about it because I was scared that they were going to come outside and, you know, obviously see me shitting in the front seat of a car. Uh, she, when she first suspected her boyfriend, uh, who she referred to as a narcissist, was gaslighting her, and he was being untrue. She had no plans on paying him back with her poo. She said, we've been together for about a year. I'm sure I had suspicions that he was, other see- that he was seeing other girls behind my back. She claimed that she hadn't caught him with another woman before the poop exploit. But uh, he did like to stay out late. He was hiding his phone. More than likely hiding his infidelity, too. He wouldn't answer his phone. He would stay out late. You just know that things are fishy. After going through his phone for details about his unfaithfulness, she was able to track him down at another woman's house. She said, I'd seen the location of the other girl's house on his phone. That's where I knew I needed to go. I was very upset. I went over to the girl's house. I went there to confront them both. When she arrived, neither uh, the boyfriend... um, uh, or the girlfriend would let her into the house. 
That's, uh, that's when she said it dawned on me that obviously, you know, there's my revenge. She dumped in the front seat of his car. <laughs> she said, uh, uh, she wiped herself with an old shirt that she kept in her car, uh, then blocked the boyfriend on the phone and then went home before cutting all lines of communication. She sent the cheater a text that said, since you put me through all this shit, you can sit in my shit on your way home. <laughs> Despite... The disgustingness of the entire thing. The boyfriend reportedly came back to her house. Uh, she refused to let him in, and they're done. They broke up. As I, I don't know why he would chase a woman like this. She's clearly a, a nut. But he decided that uh, he wanted to give it another go, but she said no. So there you go. There's your worst person on the planet. That's, I just look up her picture. Uh, you know what it says to me? The scene where Spaulding vomits in the sunroof of that car in Caddyshack, and, and that poor guy's guy like, <laughs> and then he sits in it. Yeah, He's like, man, what a fucking great night. I would rather sit in someone's puke a thousand times over than sit in someone's dookie. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about <laughs> Those it. Those fucking dockers are getting burned. Yep. So there you go. Uh, good luck out there, man. Uh, there's your worst person on the planet. Thanks for being along for the ride for the podcast, man. We always appreciate it. Every Tuesday, you get a brand new episode again. You can stay up to date. J-L-N-K Show. Those four letters, jlnkshow.com. We'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.